and cousins that's right your godfather is back in the house oh let's put that up to where we can see that back in the house and the house is of course pick pick packed how we doing how we doing how we doing shout out to the confident intelligent and assertive men out there the CIA one love to the feminine beautiful inspirational ladies the FBI we in the house Man, man oh man. We are going to round out this week and go into men's week with a bang. You guys see it. Strategic singlehood of black women. This is not a godfather title. This comes straight from one of the most respected publications in the country, um, psychology today. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Single one, singleness, singlehood, single living has been marketed to women, period. So I made the distinction the other day when I posted up a video and said that, um, go ahead and kick back on a Friday. I made the distinction that there is a there's a modern woman and then there's a black woman. When I talk about modern women, that's all women. Now, when I speak about black women, yeah, I, I talk about my race because that's what I'm most familiar with. But we're expanding the conversation. I talk to men across the world and I talk to women across the world. And this is what we're talking about is something that's been actively marketed to the women of the West. And what is it? get out here and work, pay bills, and, then, and make it seem like you're living some freaking fantasy. What don't you see? You don't see a bunch of 50-year-old single women living their best lives. That's the reality. That's the reality, and that's what they don't want to talk about. They don't want to talk about that. Well, if it's low, turn up your volume, man. Shit. Hold on, man. Y'all, some of y'all act like y'all are, no offense, but some people kind of just, dang, well, can you do this? Can you do that? Hey, man, uh, can, you, can you try to turn up your volume a little bit? I mean, I'm not, I, I try, to, try to make it to where everybody can get what they want out of it, but some people, I think, are just a little bit too demanding, but we're going to work through it. Where is that? Where is that? So let's go ahead and talk about this subject. Let's go ahead and talk about this subject. Uh, 
I'm off, I'm off screen right now, but y'all can still hear me, because we are going to get this done the way I like it. There we go. Turn it that way. All right. So as I was saying, single life has been marketed to, America, to, to women of the West. It's been marketed. It's been, it's been told to live this sex in the city, Sarah Jessica Parker, you can have a great life, and that at 40 years old of partying and Manolo Blahniks and girls trips and riding the cot carousel and all this other kind of stuff, that at 40, 45 years old, you can be like Sarah Jessica Parker and marry your Mr. Big. That's bullshit. It's bullshit and women need to start understanding. You have been lied to. You cannot get Mr. Big at 40 plus years old. But we're gonna talk about, just like I talked about the book Subverted and how the woman who was a, who was a major contributor to this cosmopolitan lifestyle came clean recently. We're gonna talk about that too. Telling them these good lies, these good lies that women have been told. And we're going to talk about specifically how it's being uh, really promoted to modern women. But black women, you are, one, you, you, are, you are the major consumers of this. 22 million jobs quit in two months. Women across the country going back, quitting the workforce, start deciding to work from home, work for their husband work for the family business. And I asked the question, if women are starting to leave the workforce in record numbers, the women who can't do this is single women. You can't do it without a man. And I, play, I asked the question on Instagram, what's the workforce gonna look like in the next five to seven years if a majority of a lot of women leave? It's gonna be men and arguably black women. Let's talk about how one of the first shots that was fired today this week all right next week we're going to get into next week <clears throat> well let me do this real quick let's bring this over here mm -mm -mm -mm. Mm. Shut, shut that down let's do this <clears throat> staff in my house at, at uh, mid, not at midnight. So let's get to it. Testing, testing, one, two, one, two, testing, one, two. All right, you guys can hear me? Psychology Today, that's where it is over there. Let's put that down here. Let's put this over here. This lifestyle has been targeted to, to modern women to make you guys the ones who are remaining in the workforce to make you the, the beast of burden for everybody else. You, who's going to be left behind when all the 
when all the women who can get married leave. The unmarried women, that's who's going to be left behind. And who are those unmarried women? Keisha. Keisha, Kelly. Uh, that's who's going to be left behind. That's the problem. And what are those women going to look, what are they going to share in common? They're going to share in common one un unfortunate thing. Thank you guys. You're going to share in common one unfortunate thing, the fact that you don't have a husband. That you don't have a husband and that you lack the ability to uh, have a man of value be your man. Let's do that one. Oh, oh, that's what it's doing. It's keying on this thing. Wonder why I wouldn't get in focus. So anywho, let's talk about it. Let's get into the article, shall we? What makes this so important? Uh, we're gonna put this up on the screen over here. Can you guys hear me well? Sub Super Chat, and here's what we're gonna do. Get the likes up. I know there are other streams going on right now. That's all right. <laughs> we're gonna get on into it because this is one that's gonna change the game. We gotta start talking about it. Candle of the Evening from Le Labo Palo Santo. Fragrance of the Evening. Dior Feb Delicios. Feb Dizzle. One of the best fragrances for cool weather. This shit right here is a game changer. <laughs> it's a game changer. Shout out to Game Changer. And why is this so important? Because, because modern women have been lied to. I talked about it, but let's get into it. And this, is, this came out in, um, let's put it on, on the screen a little bit. Secondary display. Options, picture in picture. Boom, here we go. Guys, look at what I'm about, look at what I'm about to read. Look at who, who look at who wrote this. Bella De Paolo, not a black woman. Defying stereotypes, single life for black women is often purposeful and freeing. Black women. Black women. Black women in the chat room. How many of you feel feel purposeful and, and free? with this single life where you got to pay all the bills and be responsible for all the things. How many of you feel purposeful and free? See, what they do is they play on your vanity, black. What they do is they play on the vanity of a woman and say, being, being single gives your life purpose and you're free. Remember why I said that um, marriage is slavery to a marriage to a lot of sisters is tantamount to slavery. That's what they do. Started off by straight up going to your ego, defying stereotypes. <clears throat> it leads to a purposeful and free life, guys. Hit that like button. Keep the engagement up, so we can keep this thing moving. Mm-hmm. What happened to the border? Why is this important? 
Because this is this is what they tell this is what they've been telling black women for the longest. This is what's been put into the popular culture and everything else. You're free when you don't have your man. Now every other race of woman, when she has her man, that's that's a life. But if you have a man, it's somehow burdensome. That's what I don't. That's what a lot of women need. To, a lot of black women need to start getting. Oh, we'll fix this later on. I hate when that doesn't work. Why do you think you have women who are not black writing these pieces telling black women, hey, this is what it is. It's a good thing. And this is kind of what happened back in the 60s too with the feminist movement and everything else. The women at Cosmopolitan were writing all this crap and those women were going back home to their husbands. This came out, this art, the article in question, you can go read it yourself in its entirety. It came out like two days ago, the beginning of 2022. And I want you guys to understand what's going on. Across the country, you're starting to see mayors put in programs to give economic assistance to single mothers. $850 to $1,000. Who do you think they look like? They look like you. They're, they're giving it to single mothers. They, and who are they going to give it to? They're going to give it to the women that look like Keisha. That's who they're giving it to. They're, now, here's the funny thing. Back in the 60s, we could at least back in the 60s say, we didn't know. Now, y'all know. What are you going to do? Um, let's continue a little bit behind. The number and proportion of people living, living single has been on the rise, both in the U.S. and around the world. The proportion of black women who are not married is higher than Latinas, white, Asian, or American, or Asian American women. If you were to guess why so many black women in the United States are married, what would you say? If you pointed to the rates of incarceration or mortality of black men, or if you said that black women were more college educated degrees than black men, you will be citing the kinds of factors most often that most often get discussed by social science researchers and opinion writers. See what I told you, all the things we've been debunking for the last year, that's what's out there in the popular culture. And those factors are not are not irrelevant, but they leave something out important that that the Wayne State Associate Professor Jessica D. Mormon describes as black women's agency in their single status. I want you guys to go run your research on her. Jessica D. Mormon. Because what they're about to do is try to make this shit sound like a virtue. That's what they're about to do, try to make it sound like it's a virtue. Yeah, it's not because black men are locked up in jail, uncollegeducated, because now the stats are out. 54% of black men are single and childless. 61% in the middle class. Black men, on the whole, are earning $42,000 a year. White men, 51. There's only $9,000 that separates. The numbers, they can't keep telling the same old boogeyman black man story because black demographics and all the other kind of stuff has 
debunk that over and over again. So now what are they going to do? They're going to tell the story that, oh, here's what it is. This is what the story is now, black woman, is black women are taking agency over their single status. They're taking agency over their single woman status. You couldn't make this stuff up. That's right, you couldn't make this stuff up. Now they're trying to get, now you got a non-black woman sitting here writing the fact that black women are single because you're taking agency of your purposeful and freeing life to be a HR professional, a teacher, a social worker, retail, all the things that so many of our women work in. We're not talking about uh, things that are really changing the world. We're talking about jobs that ultimately end up serving their kids. I'm going there tonight because I get dinged often by, you hate black women and such and so forth. I'm more pro-black than a lot of people who say they're pro-black because I make people, more black women over here have admitted that they got with their black husband as a result of watching this content. More black families have united, formed, and reunited. Judge, the, judge based on the facts, but this is about men and women. And understand something, to all my non-black male followers, understand something. It starts here. It's coming y'all's direction next. They got to sell being single as agency to women. This is the Dulo twist all over again. Shout out, Kwame. It's the Dulo twist all over again. First they, first, they packaged it as the single woman cosmopolitan lifestyle where they just dropped a woman in Cleveland or Cincinnati or Seattle or whatever, and they told a story. Go watch my pro, watch the video I did on Subverted and all that other kind of stuff. They're doing it all over again. They think that women are so stupid that you're going to fall for what your mother's, what your grandmother fell for, my mother's generation. They think y'all are that dumb. Black women are not just pushed by external factors. Sometimes they choose to be single. Even if they want to marry eventually, these women often live purposeful, single life where they pursue their goals that are important to them. I got a question for you. I got a question for you. Get the likes up, people. Get the likes up. No disrespect intended, but how many of you women today feel like you're living a purposeful life? You're living a purposeful life while you got your dog? <coughs> your PhD, and what? Are you living a purposeful life? Where is it? <laughs> How many women feel like they're really living a purposeful life? This is what's been marketed to you guys, though. Let's get back over to it. All right. Mormon conducted an interview with 24 black women from Detroit. Your Honor, I call foul. If you're interviewing women from Detroit, you've lost already. Detroit ain't no place to be interviewing married women. Why don't they interview women from the South? Or from, a, or from any place in the world where women are much more likely to want to get married. No, what they got to do is they got to interview women from one of the worst cities in the United States to produce results 
because all you need to hear is I'm a PhD. I'm a PhD. That's all you hear. You hear in Detroit. I'm a PhD. I'm a PhD. I'm a PhD. You think about it. In Detroit, Detroit, how many, how many of you women feel like Detroit accurately represents the outcomes you want in the world? How many women do you feel like Detroit represents the outcomes you want? In Detroit, what you get is... I'm a PhD. I don't need a cookbook. That's what you get in Detroit. That's what you get in Detroit. 26 to 46 who had either never married, 17 of the women, 17 of the 24 women had never married. There are 24 women and 17 had never married. Come on, y'all. Now this is a this is a this is not a black woman writing this article. This 70% of the women had never married. Well, that kind of mirrors the stat that three out of four were married in their lifetime. Six were divorced, one was widowed. Seven had children, another 12 were actively and, and another 12 were actively involved in their child's lives. All were cisgendered and heterosexual. None were cohabitating with a romantic partner. The findings were reported in socializing singlehood, personal interpersonal sociocultural factors shaping black women's single lives. There's a term called singleism that I'm going to be focusing on a lot because I want you guys to understand this wasn't written up in the National Enquirer or it wasn't written up in some tabloid. This was in freaking psychology today. It's under the, it, it is flying under the banner of credibility. How many black women are seeing stuff like this and saying, well, hey, it's in psychology today. It must be right. How many women are seeing this crap and thinking there's nothing going wrong? Singlehood on their own terms. Many black women, Mormon interviewed, they were single. Their lives were, uh, single lives were intentional and beneficial. Bullshit. I, I call bullshit. I don't think many of our sisters can call themselves intentionally single when you listen to the average woman's view of marriage. Marriage today is something to be feared. It's restrictive. And all and most, I'm going to say, and the majority of what women think about marriage was given to them by other women. And it does not line up with the facts. Yeah, I, got, I spoke last, in, last week to a 22-year-old sister who was I need to I need to get a backup plan between 22 and marriage just in case my marriage doesn't work. Remember the remember the post where the woman I asked would you give up your full time job to work part time for your man and the woman said, "Well, hold up. I, I'm sorry, but I I've worked too hard in my career to give up my career." Uh, and it turned out that she was a social worker making fifty five thousand dollars a year. You know. The only women in the world who've actively marketed it is you got a job, that means you free. That's what this has been marketed to, to, to many of our women, ladies. I'm going to need 500 more likes. Now I'm going to check to see what's going on in the chat room because this stuff is important. Because next week you're going to understand why modern 
contemporary avant-garde men are starting to say the hell with it and they're starting to be next week you guys are going to love it the men are going to love it because i expect the men to play just as ruthless as women are playing i expect no sympathy no quarter no quarter for women we can't be this is going to represent my olive branch I am trying to raise self-awareness, start the conversation, but understand something. You ladies who want to deal with men, you're going to have to understand that men have been dealing with this bullshit for too long. Singlehood on their terms. For many black women, uh, singlehood, singlehood is, is in and of itself a strategy for managing one's broader life goals, responsibilities. One uh, that afforded participants more control over their time, resources, and relationships with men. That sounds like a hell of a, a powerful position to be in that doesn't mirror reality. In Atlanta, you have more single, professional, black women in companies, organizations, and in the seats of power in city, state, and local government and are single as French toast and miserable as hell. But they take a good picture and do a great interview. So when they go to Detroit, you remember this, the city that was taken, the, the state that was taken over by the government? Detroit is one of the worst places to go. Some women did not express frustration with this. Some, some, some single women did uh, report, uh, express frustration with their lives. They wanted more opportunities for companionship or sexual expression. They worried about staying single if they wanted to marry. They also recognized that people who marry are rewarded with substantial social and economic benefits. Just being married, even as a just being married, uh, just for being married, even single women who, yes. See, what, what modern women like this, they want, they want married woman outcomes and benefits while they're single. They want traditional high-value men outcomes when they're modern. No, you can't have it. It doesn't work that way. Absolutely not. You want to be single? Enjoy your dog. Enjoy your dog and your girl's trips because next week, I'm going to be focusing on the men, the young men, 18 to 35, and then the men who are in development. Gentlemen, Modern Sexy Savage, get your passport, get ready to take on the world because I am convinced that the women of the West are going to have to meet you on your terms. I don't know if there's enough women left with this kind of crap that's being pumped into the, into the world every day. And it's not just black women, it's all women. Purpose driven, okay. Even women who are single like to be single and are, are unhappy with singleism. Let's go over to what singleism, singleism, I'm, that's another term. I, I'll break that down next week. Purpose-driven single lives. Single lives are often, single lives were often lives of freedom and security. What a load of shit. If women, if black women were free and secure, they would not be complaining every other day about being unprotected. I want you black women who think I hate you to realize this is a, this is a Latina writing this on your behalf, marketing this to your cousins, telling them that you're living purpose-driven single lives. 
often characterized by freedom and security, women appreciate the, the women appreciated the opportunities of singlehood offered to them to pursue adventures and explorations, to enjoy a life on their own pace for their own reasons, and to sidestep gender, gender, uh, gendered responsibilities to eat up time, money, and autonomy. Did you hear what that was just said? That being single is great. You can have more money, freedom, security, and poo-poo all that relationship gendered stuff that's just going to eat up your time. And I want you to listen to what's not being said or in between the words. Relationships with men are impediments to a life at your own pace for your own reasons. Those gendered responsibilities that eat up your precious time Eat up your precious time. Mm-hmm. Money and autonomy. The average black woman earns $37,000 a year. Ain't much money to eat up. Just saying. By living single, women felt that they were also more likely to be safe from violence, instability, and spared problems with money, lying, problematic management of home, and emotional inconsistency. This is in psychology today. Singlehood over here, shining beacon on the hill. Man over here, color purple, waiting to exhale. Living single, you are likely to be safe from violence. How many of y'all going to write in to cancel psychology today? This is how they're talking about your brother, your cousin. This is what men are seeing, that women are writing to each other, that marriage makes you closer to violence and instability and to be spared problems with money, lying, the problematic management of home and inconsistency. They, these women want you out here working and producing so you can, be, so you can fund the economy that makes their families rich. This is pissing me the fuck off the more I read it. They're not saying that all romantic partners pose risk, but they but but that by living single, they are more likely to be safe from those risks. Black women, I want you to hear how often you are being fed fear regarding black men. We have gotten to the point to where now you got non-black women openly in front of everybody saying you should fear black men. You ain't got Alice Walker and Terry McMillan saying this. You got Maria and them saying this shit. Why? Because the, the vacancy you leave, they're going to take with Keith. The vacancy you leave, they're going to take with Marcus. The lives of black women are purposeful for one. They're dedicated their time uh, that they spent being single to pursuing important goals, including education right at the top, travel. What, do you, what does life look like at 55? I'm going to travel a bunch of middle, a middle, a bunch of average earning women with humanities degrees all feel like they're going to be fucking uh, Dora the Explorer at 55 years old and be world travelers. This is what's being promoted. Education, travel, employment, and entrepreneurship. Holy shit. 
financial planning, money management, property ownership. I'm going to real estate, investments, crypto. Yes, I'm going to be bringing in financial people to talk to, to talk to the men and talk to the women about uh, what life looks like because these, not, they know exactly how to, I want you to understand, the world knows exactly how to talk to you, black woman, to get you to be single and spend money. I said it, I said it, I said it. The world knows how to talk to you, black woman, to get you to stay single and keep consuming. They know to hit you in your extraordinary large ego and pride. They are buttering y'all up. They are buttering y'all up. Oh my God. Whew, come take a breath. Just buttering them up. Just buttering them up. Buttering them up. Yeah. Go ahead. Get your dog. Travel. Education, travel, employment, entrepreneurship, financial planning, money management, property ownership, emotional growth, self-discovery, self-love, spiritual growth, and community involvement. A community consists of families, not individuals. With no black family, with no black families, we don't have a black community. Where are you individual women going to be involved when you have a community that of dying marriages? Not the same old stories about single life. Black women were the targets of the same kinds of judgment familiar with so many others. Their sexuality was questioned. <laughs> yeah, y'all often question other people's sexuality where they don't want to deal with y'all. As was their maturity. They were asked to account for their single status, to explain what was supposedly wrong with them. If they had no kids, they were mocked for it. In more important ways, their experience defied standard cultural narrative. Examples, examples include advice they received, the systems of support they create, and popular culture. Advice. Mormon notes that popular culture subjects single black women to all manner of advice on how to get a man. For, for instance, Steve Harvey's Think like, act like a lady, think like a man. In these descriptions of goals, in, the in their descriptions of goals that they were pursuing, women showed that they were taking advice seriously. They also reported giving similar advice to their friends and relatives and young women. Support systems. Terms like alone, unattached, uh, as well as descriptions such as doesn't have anyone are, are usually interchangeable with single is it having no one in your life? Da, 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 da. Okay, let's let's skip to the plot. In popular culture, single black women are often characterized as desperate for relationships, combative or reproductively irresponsible. The women she interviewed weren't buying it. Even those who wanted to find long-term romantic partner, remember that it has nothing, husband. Not a husband is a role. A partner is a job. Are unwill even the women that she interviewed were unwilling to compromise their life goals or safety. I want you guys to understand that's the next strategy. 
It's not that black men can't provide, that black men don't want. Now, black men are not safe. Men are not safe. This is why platforms like mine and all of the other men's platforms exist. They are trying to make being a heterosexual man against the freaking law. They're telling women that being in a relationship could compromise your safety. Better to stay single. Get out, travel, invest. Keep keep paying keep paying those taxes. And when you're 55 years old, I'm gonna be over here with my grandkids and my and my in-laws, and you're going to be miserable. Filled with infinite possibility. The 24 women she interviewed described very different experiences in single life, but there were commonalities too. Taken together, the accounts supported their conclusion. You ready? Singlehood is very complex. Enacted strategically, it is preferred over misogynistic partners, restrictive gender roles, and filled with infinite possibility. Collectively, these findings upend dominant notions of a black woman's singlehood as an unwanted evidence of dysfunction. Holy shit. Singlehood enacted strategically is preferred over misogynistic partners and restrictive gender roles. Singlehood enacted strategically is filled with infinite possibilities. And I'm your enemy. I'm, and, and I'm your enemy. I'm the one that hates you. I'm the one that wants to see, I'm the one who don't like my mama. That's what they want to tell you. It's me and men who speak on behalf of men. We're the problem. When you have women like her, a woman who's not even in this community, who's not black, can come in here and write about a 24 women that were interviewed in Detroit and put it in psychology today for the entire world to see. So you guys can consume this bullshit. No other group of women would allow such reckless disregard for their sons. So my question is black women, is that is that what you think? I want you to understand, you want y'all, we as men are trying to understand why are these women so fearful of relationships at 22 years old? That's why. That's why. That's what it is right there. That's why. That is what it is right there. And I want you guys to understand, how do men compete with that? How do men, how do men debate with that? How do men deal with that? What are, what are black men supposed to do? 
What are men who are looking for wives and relationships supposed to do if the women are being told that relationships are dangerous to your health? That it's better to be alone than to risk uh, than to risk this. What are the men supposed to do? I mean, I really want you guys, ladies, to understand. What are the men supposed to do? I'm going to open the call line and go directly up because the link's in the description. Hit the link in the description. Oh, did it not post? Okay. Well, we'll do it this way. It didn't seem to post, so we hit the Zoom link. I really want to talk to the women because you, some of y'all are not going to like next week's broadcast because it's going to be 100% pro-men. I want the men to understand that this is the world they're living in and they need to act accordingly. I want men to stop taking so much into consideration and start acting selfishly in their own best interests because honestly, my honest opinion is there is a war on manhood and it is damn near impossible for men to be to have what they want to have out here. I, and there's a war on manhood and masculinity. And if you're not one of the women who, uh, who, who uh, is participating in this, I feel sorry for you. But understand something. I have to come down on the men's side. That's where I come down. I'm on the men's side. Testing, testing. And when they're making, putting articles out there like that, that are making it seem as if the men are so bad, I want you guys to understand where that was. That was psychology today, guys. That was psychology today. That wasn't the star or the inquirer. That wasn't some rag that was psychology today. You know how many women are, are um, how many women are studying to be, are studying psychology right now who get psychology today, who read psychology today? This is what's being pumped to them. And I want you to, I want you ladies to ask yourself, what must it be like to be a man dating women who come pre- offended modern women are showing up in situations and dating and relationships pre-offended what is a man supposed to do you can't change um what a lot of these women already believe oh you guys want to i'm gonna open up the interview link too Uh, let's do this. The interview settings. 
allow private chat. Show view coming. Okay. Um, here's another link. Here's another link too. Moderators, you guys can keep dropping this in here. You guys can keep dropping the Ecamm link in there. If you want to appear side by side with me, you can do that. And I will also open up Streamlabs. So there are more ways than one to get in and talk. Because this is something that you ladies are going to have to deal with. See, a lot of women seem to think that um, men out here are just anti-dating, and that's not the truth. A lot of guys out here just see what the see the see the writing on the wall, and a lot of guys are like, "How do you expect us to date?" A lot of women don't understand why men are anti-marriage. Well, look at the way it's being written up. How are men, if men can't even date, you can't even have, look at Drake. Drake it was in the news, right, wrong, or indifferent because of how he chose to dispose of his DNA material. Right? And you got women who can sit back and go get your man juice and then, and then use it against you. This is too, it's becoming too much. Men are like, screw it. I got to do all this just to try to date you? Oh, we also going to open the discussion on tricking too. Next week, we have men's week. We're going to have the discussion on tricking. Because I still ask the question to men, what is, what, is, what is tricking called outside the black community? I don't think anybody can answer that question. Because outside the black community, it's just called, uh, it's just called uh, common sense. Because if it becomes that, okay. You ladies need to turn your you need to turn your audio on. See, a lot of women come in, and their audio is not connected. It asks you to join, uh, connect your audio. So, mm -hmm. going on here. So here we go. Get on camera. So here are all the links. Uh, all right. Here are all the links right here. So these here's the StreamYard, the Zoom, and the interview link all lined up next to one another. Boom. Multiple ways to join. And if you don't want to be seen, 
You can request not to be seen. Mm-mm-mm. Mm. Unmute yourself. Oh. All right. Uh, Kyla. Hello? You know, mute yourself. Hello. How are you? Uh, how old are you? 38. So what do you think about what I just, uh, oh shoot, wrong person. I'm sorry, Kyla. Put the wrong person in there. Hi, Kyla. How are you? What What do you think about what What do you think what about what I just put in there? Well, um, can you repeat the question, please? Okay. Uh, well, all right. I'm talking about strategic singlehood. Have you been watching the program, or are you just now? Joking? Oh yes, I have been watching, and you were talking. So, what do you think about what I was talking about? I think that it was kind of um, not in the best interest of women. Being single is difficult, and um, I agree with you. I, I don't think that men are dangerous or people should be pushing an agenda for, you know, <laughs> people should be pushing that men should be dangerous. And I think children? a lot of women are do you have any in children? a place of fear. Yes, I do. Okay. Right, by the way, are you single or are you married? I'm single. Okay. Hmm. Who do you keep shooing away? <laughs> the kids. I was trying to like, and I had them come in the middle of the video. Oh, okay. How many kids do you have? Three. All by the same father? Yes. So I'm always curious. Why, why did you and the father not work out? Um... I think because we come from, I guess I heard this term before, a disassembled community. So um, we didn't really take the proper steps and properly plan. And before we started a family, um, the he was younger. He was uh, 21 and I was 24 when we um, got pregnant with the first child. So we weren't really planning for the long term and he wasn't ready to marry and settle down. So it didn't happen. How how old is your youngest? Eight years old. So have you had a relationship since you you stopped seeing him? Yeah. I've had, yes. Um, my last relationship ended in two thousand and seventeen. So five years ago. Yeah. Did you go? My did you go to college? Ago. Did you go to college? Yes. Um, I went to college. I have a bachelor's degree. And what? medical laboratory science, medical technology. So I always, I ask women this often, all right? What is life gonna look like for you specifically at age 55? Not not your financial life, what is your social life gonna look like? Well, um, I hope to be married, even though, you know, I'm, an old, I'm a certain age now, a woman of a certain age. I hope to be married, but if really? not, I'll just try to have a community of friends and family, maybe go out to dinner. Well, how, um, how, how are you going to get married if you're not seeing anyone and haven't had a relationship in years? 
Well, actually, um, I want to make be more active to like go out and go to different places and try to meet many more. I'm kind of one of those classic women that you were talking about. I never really considered getting married seriously when I was younger. I just got into the like, I guess, the working and the children and the survival mood and not thinking I really needed a man. I thought I would have time. Okay. So you, you haven't had a relationship and going on five, going on five years. When was the last time you had adult relations? You know, how, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Well, um, I have someone that I'm saying, hopefully we'll take it serious and, you know, hopefully he'll want to marry me. No, no, I, no. I don't no, control see, it. That's, that, now, now, that's why I have a problem with you ladies. You know, now you're at the age to where there, there should be no more hope for a damn thing. You know, you know that you've seen the movie. You know how it ends. You know even the stuff that plays in the credits. If you want marriage, how do you expect to have it happen if you still take the same kind of 17-year-old approach you're taking right now? It's time for the approach is I only need to, and from my perspective, if I have any chance, I would have to do with only men that would like to be married and would like to be married to me. And but if you I do see have that, that but you just, do have, but, but like the guy you, like the guy you see, you say, hopefully we take it seriously and hopefully we take it there. No. What 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 do you think I see that's wrong? What do you think that I see with that that's not right? That I don't have time to move around like I am maybe 18 or 24 or 20 years old. I move a purpose and just have, I guess, more of a what I see that's wrong with what I see that's wrong with this is far too many of y'all just because this whole black don't crack, and you can say I'm 38, but I still look like I'm in my twenties. Your soul looks 38 plus. We got to start judging based upon not our physical looks, but how old we are. Because if you're not dating with intention right now, you're not going to get married. Point blank, end of sentence. It's not going to happen. And if you're dealing with somebody just to not be alone, that's one thing. But this is when women in your position, five or seven years from now, you start blaming men because you're not dating with intention. You're not picking men with intention. And it's, be it's better to have nobody than, than somebody who's just wasting time because there's so many things, ma'am, that I wish ladies in your position would start doing because y'all can watch my program and things like that. And y'all can say a lot of the right things, but you, but we don't listen to what y'all say. We watch what you do. So if you want a different outcome, ma'am, you're going to have to date seriously. You're going to have to date like you really mean it. Don't, don't you think that would make more sense? Yes, I agree. I need to even get myself out there more, even be on the scene, I guess, even mm -hmm. though. I, Go it ahead. Gets even... <laughs> 
I said, I guess it's hard to even know like what the scene is when you get to this uh, age and point because it's like, you know, those people are settled down. So it's not that many people, you know, single guys out there mingling like. No, that's not really true. That's not true. That's not true. There are plenty of single men out there. You ladies are just lazy daters. That's what it is. You're lazy daters. See, you're already starting to make the excuse, already starting to make the past the passive excuses. Well, I need to put myself out there more, but there are really not that many men out there. Be honest, man. I'm gonna be honest, man. You got what happened there? I'm gonna be honest, man. Women in your position, and it doesn't give me any particular thrill to say this. But women in your position end up dying alone. And I'm going to tell you why. Because you know you've got kids and you're busy. And your youngest is eight years old. You got another 10 years of being a, a, a mom with a kid indoors. Okay? But the problem is, once that kid is 18, you're going to almost be 50 years old. And there's yes. no more, I'm a young girl, a woman, I got time. You'll be out of options. Out of options at almost 50 years old. And then what's left to start getting overly occupied in your family's life? How many boys do you have? One. And where is he in the birth order? He's the oldest. God He's forbid. Jesus Christ. 13. Jesus Christ. That boy is going to be stuck between trying to go live his own life and worrying about his mama. Next week, I'm going to break down this whole son-husband. Listen, to, gentlemen, right? If you're a man listening to me right now, cut your mama off. One of the best things you can do is cut your mama off. Make her, let, make her know that I love you, but I'm not going to, no. Not going to do it. We got too many black boys right now who can't go out and make families because they have to provide for their mama. I'm going to go deep in on this one. And my point is, man, you seem like a nice woman, but you got to grow up and take dating, dating seriously because you already got three kids. If you're not seeing someone seriously to the outcome, and I'm just going to assume that you are ready to be a wife. I'm just going to assume that. Yeah. They, and, I'm just, and that's a big assumption then why are you wasting your time dealing with somebody that doesn't want to, who's not a husband? Right. That's the point. Well, that, that was helpful. I, yeah, I need to be in, per, in my purpose. You should, you should be what? Her. I need to be in my purpose as far as dating, like not just dating. Okay. To do it. Uh, okay, man. And you need to do something else. You need to get that damn smoke detector changed. Me, okay. <laughs> y'all, that is a single woman tell. Just beep, 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 just beeping. How do y'all not hear that? Men, men are often wonder how y'all don't hear that stuff. Okay, thank you. Have a good day. Bye bye. What just happened? Let me move it up Beep. Beep. Huh. 
Let me see. It seemed like something just happened with that. Are you guys good? Yeah, beep, beep. Well, I mean, was it me? I mean, I don't know. Are you guys like that? Are, do you guys, does that annoy the shit out of you? Because it annoys the shit out of me. Marisol. Hello? Marisol. Hello, how are you? You gotta say something. Uh, her audio is not, I can't hear you. You gotta speak. Nope, can't hear you. Hello, Sandra, how are you? Unmute your mic. Say hello. Mm -mm. Let's check your mic settings. Da, 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 da. Yep, we should be able to hear you. There we go. Come on. Hello. Mm hmm. Yeah. Du -du 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 -du. So I see Sandra over there, and uh, it's where we're gonna do this. <clears throat> nope. We're gonna put you back in and bring you back, bring you back into the studio. So, all right, guys. This has been a hell of a week, boy. I swear to God. Trying to get. <clears throat> Testing. Testing. Where's the feedback coming from? All right. Let's do this. <clears throat> All right. He can. Da -da 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 -da. There we go. Bring it in. Smile, hello. Hello, speak. She's not saying anything, they just sit there. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. Uh, I can't hear you, you gotta say something. Hello. Hello. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Hello. How are you? I am well. I am well. I got to remove one of these people. What do you got for me? Hello. Go ahead. Speak. 
Wow. What is going on with you guys? I'm not sure if if my audio is messing up or if I can't hear you. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to do this. We're going to shut that down and start it all over again. So, as I was talking to the as I was talking to the women, you guys got to understand that this stuff is like I said when I tell you guys this stuff has been marketed to black women. You got to understand who's who does it benefit for you guys to stay by yourself? It benefits who? Doesn't benefit black men. Sandra? Hello. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I, okay, am, I already asked that. <laughs> uh-huh, I am well. So, how old are you? I'm 28. 28. So, what do you think about the subject? Um, I actually think it's a very important subject. Um, I know that most of your audience isn't necessarily... I don't, I don't know if all of your audience is Black. However, I think um, this conversation is very important for us as Black people. So... Um, and let me know if I'm talking too much because I tend to ramble and I don't want to, I don't want to do too much. Um, That's fine. But what we have to realize, I'm sorry, what we have to realize as black people is that there are powers that be that do not want us to get access to wealth. And one of the best ways to obtain financial freedom for your family is to actually have a unit that stays together within marriage and then pass on those values and then have your kids also get married and combine those household incomes together. And well, so hold on. Do you think, you know, do you think, do you think we don't know that? Oh no. I think that, I think that the people, well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, let me say that. Let me say this. That know that. Do, you, do you think that black women don't know that have not heard this? I'm worried that, uh, a lot of uh, black uh, women uh, 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 have heard. Okay, okay, that's not the question. I'm asking a specific question. See, I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying and about the access to knowledge and all this other stuff, and I'm with you. But my question is, did you go to college? Yes, for a bullshit degree. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Are you married? I'm engaged. All right. Do you think that college-educated black women have heard of the concept of family wealth generation? I do. I think right. they've heard of just, it. Just, all right. Then if that's the issue, they've heard it. What difference does it make the powers that be are doing it? If we've heard it, why aren't black women doing what you said the college educated ones and because all we need is because all we need because we don't need all because my fear is what you were saying would take the, us down the path of white supremacy and all this other stuff and they're trying to keep us apart fuck all that what about the black women who are in college you've heard exactly what you were just saying and i've heard it all my life why aren't oh, they no, getting I definitely, married i'm sorry I'm saying, why aren't they getting I, I definitely hear what you're saying. Um, 
the accountability at the end of the day is going to be on us because no matter how much programming is out there, we still have a choice because, you know, I've seen the same programming that a lot of these women that don't that don't fall in line have seen. But I chose to do different. So I'm purely just acknowledging the. The source of where it starts. But at the end of the day, like you said, it, it is more accountability on us and they're choosing to go the the route that seems more fun. You know, who's I, they? Who's it, they? It's very sad. Um, who, more so like that? modern black women who aren't really on code with other black with other on code black men. Hmm. Well, I, I think that there's truth in what you're saying. I also think that there's that men are are saying the same thing that y'all are, that this is not a matter of new information that for the most part sisters know they they know they've heard they've heard this story uh, but the question is if if family if being married is going to be one of the surest ways to uh pass on family wealth and all that other kind of stuff, which I agree with, then it almost seems to me like the the black women who know better still don't want to do any better, but they still want to have the same excuse of, well, see, they, they, it's the system that did this to us. And is it really the system? Or is it, or are we choosing to do this? Well, what I would say to that is if you're if you're knowing what's better and you're choosing not to not to do right, then you have no business even trying to use that as an excuse. So people who are choosing better, we can acknowledge like, okay, this is why they've been programmed to think this way. But if you if you're saying you know better and you're refusing to make those life choices to Mm -hmm. be better then that's a that's a cop out and i i would challenge anyone who doesn't make better choices but says they know better i would challenge mm-hmm. them um on that on that belief because that's that's bs well i think a lot of women know I, i'm gonna tell you right now i sit down with more college educated black women who know who 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 will talk about wanting to be married who will talk about wanting wealth and generation legacy and generational wealth they're attractive. They're fit. That is, but when it comes down to it, it's that damn job and the inability to, to break their job addiction. They don't want to really trust anybody other than themselves. So it doesn't matter whether it's a black man or any, but the funny thing is the burden tends to be higher for black men than any other group of men because at least with a black man, they can say, you know, well, um, it used to be black men were were put out there as we didn't want to do it. Now there's no excuse for that anymore. Marisol, how are you? Can you hear me? I can now. How are you? Great. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm well. How old are you? I'm 43. All right. So what do you think about uh, the subject? What do you think about what I was talking about? Um, I, I, I agree. I, um, I, 
I agree. I agree. Um, I was actually trying to call yesterday because I wanted to um, ask you uh, something of something that you had said. But um, uh, yeah, I, I I agree. And and there's certainly not just with black women. There's with a lot of 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 um, of, of people. And I a lot of what do you groups, agree? You agree with what? I'm, what do you agree with? What I'm saying, because you saying I'm agree, I'm not sure what you're talking about. That, that there is a vested interest in the powers that be uh-huh. in keeping uh, black women single. It, it's so it just is it, it's terrible. Um, um, I, 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 I'm Hispanic, uh, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm married to a black man, okay. and I am around a lot of his black family and and the women in his family and. Um, and I hear a lot of that, like, you know, when I, when he, when I prepare him a plate of food, um, they're like, man, let him get his plate, you know, right. <laughs> let him get up. Um, when I, um, you know, just a lot of the things that I do for him, so I'm like, let him, you're around your, you know, you're around your in-laws and they tell you to let him get his own plate. Um, yeah. And his, uh, cousins and, and sisters, Are they uh, married? They're like, are these women married? Uh, no, no, no. So you're serving your husband and you got Shirley and him telling you, don't do that. Come over and sit down with the rest of us queens. Well, they just said that he used to have to do it himself and he knows how to I do know, it. And- but what they're saying is come over and sit down with the rest of us lazy ass entitled women because you treat him too good. You keep doing stuff like that, you're going to make... See, uh, I'm about to say something's going to piss a lot of some black women off, but I've heard it my entire life. We don't want to blow y'all's head up. And they get upset. The women that you're referring to, the pathology is they're beneath us. And we need to give them Scooby snacks every now and then to keep them in line. But if you start treating him like he's a human being and deserves something, much less a man, he's going to realize that he's valuable and he may exercise. And once he realizes he's valuable and has some power standing, he may turn around and use that power against you like we use our power against him. That's the real fear. The, the, men, are I... going to, the men are going to return that negative treatment. Go ahead. May I? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't want to interrupt. I, I was waiting for an opening. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Say what you got to say. Um, but what I was going to say to that is we, we really need to get that idea out of our head. There is nothing wrong with doing something nice for someone you love. Like, I just, I, I, I can't wrap my head around how serving your man a plate or, you know, just doing nice things is somehow a bad thing. If you love someone, you want to do nice things for them. Like that, that just, that makes sense to me. You know, whenever I care about someone, I look forward to doing nice things for them. So the fact that, you know, women are pushing that idea is, is very toxic and it's very sad because well, it shows I hear that you, I, they I don't hear really you. I hear feel you. that emotion for the person they're with. Hold on, hold on. I hear you say we need to get that out of our head. I'm with you. So my question is, as a black woman, where did that come from? Did it come from the men or did it come from the women? 
if I'm if I'm to deduce this, I think it's an idea that stems from trauma that we've had from um, like our understanding of slavery and all those things, but then also from the, slavery the feminist was 1865. movement. It's two thousand. Yes, but what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is, people have these ideas in their head about what servitude means, and as Black people, we always go back to what servitude was as slaves. And Man. so okay. there's see, a connection issue, there between my those issue, two. My issue with everything you're saying is prior to 1965, black people were married at a rate of 80% at the height of segregation, Jim Crow. That's bullshit. Where it came from is black women over-exaggerating grievances with black men sure the color purple i'm quite sure women were being mishandled and mistreated back then but was it the norm waiting to exhale did it happen but was it the norm but that is the prevailing trope to the point to where i hear women and i ask where did this come from and the answer is it came from the women that are older than you the women that were older than you and, shaped the narrative, but where did they get it from? And I agree. I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying, but what, what I'm saying is that oftentimes they'll use that phrase, I ain't no slave. And so but that it's, is ridiculous. it's this misconstrued concept of what... I can't do it with I'm you. I'm saying I can't the idea is I can't do that with you because what that does is it takes the accountability... See, what you're doing is basically saying a woman who's 45 or 50 years old is taking something that happened five generations ago and fast forwarding it into her life today. I'm sorry, ma'am. I can't, I can't go there. I can't go. How, how, I, it's easy for me to believe this, that that's just a convenient excuse. I don't want, I don't want to have, I'm going to tell you what really happened in my opinion. And I want you to listen to this. My mother's generation, the baby boomer generation, born from 1940 to 1956, 58. That group of women were born after World War II. They were born at the height, they were coming into their teen years at the height of birth control, the sexual revolution, feminism, and civil rights, the 60s, right? All that economic turmoil, right? All that was happening. That young group of black women looked at the previous, at their mothers who grew up as domestics, working in people's homes, working in fields, did not go to college and so forth. Traditional black women had, that had been around for generations and they looked down on their mothers for cleaning up white folks' houses and this and that. They thought, well, I don't want, my mama had to clean up white folk houses, da 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 and she stayed with Big Daddy when he was drinking or whatever, they judged their mothers harshly. That whole imitation of life thing. And they went off to college and got all these different ideas and they thought that I'm going to be free. But the men of their generation had never made grievances with them. My mother's generation, when I sit around and talk to them, the ones that are still alive will tell you 
that we messed up. We thought that our mothers who had fourth grade and sixth grade educations were dumb for doing what they did. And now, and now we wish we could be half the women they were. The problem is they won't be honest with you. So now we have to try to find out why women at 28 years old are trying to understand why women today have gotten so warped. And, and, you're, and you're going all the way back to the original sin of slavery, which sure, it's in the mix, but it is not the cause. That's what I'm saying. It, it's, it's, a, it's a matter of order. Modern black women from baby boomers forward, baby boomers and Generation X group black women learned traditional values. Baby boomer black women grew up under traditional values. Generation X black women saw them, just like black men. They both rejected them. And this is where we are. So it doesn't make it any, it makes it a hell of a lot easier to break black men if you've already turned away from black men. Does any of that make sense to you? Oh, most certainly. I wasn't, okay. I wasn't saying that that was the only thing, you know, slavery. This is a multifaceted issue. And I completely understand where, where you're coming from with, you know, them looking down on the, the servitude that their mothers did. Like that all makes sense. I think there's a lot of things at play right now and that reprogramming is going to happen. But we also have to realize that some, some women, we just got to charge to the game and let them, let them dig themselves into a ditch that they can't get mm -hmm. themselves out of, but then focus on getting the younger generation that haven't made those choices yet, get them to see that there is a balance between men and women and that we're better off being balanced together. Hold on just a and second. playing our role. Hold on. If I may, I'm going to bring, bring, bring somebody else in. Um, hold on, Marisol. Um, she just muted herself. So Marisol, go ahead. What were you going to say? Um, so if if I may ask a question, because this is the reason that I want, well, I, I like I said, I tried to call yesterday, but I wasn't able to get through. Okay. Um, you had you had said um if i could get some clarification please uh because i i do agree with a lot of what you said and um uh, my husband actually uh turned me in you know uh you know right, right, right. Me youtube link to, okay um so you had said that 18 years old in a, a few broadcasts back is too old to be a virgin and that shocked me do you 18 and, years and old is too old to hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to be clear. I said that 18 years old is too old to be a virgin. Yes. And the the, the number, what, was the, what was the what was the context of that statement? Um, I think it was talking about um in high school, is that people is that uh women and men, well specifically women you were speaking about, should figure out a lot of things and kind of, you know, and 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 so by 18, you know, that should be like out of the way. Um, and I was like, I was like, what? I didn't lose my 23. No, ma'am, ma'am, I'm, I'm far. Okay, if you've been watching me, I am far more precise with my language. What you're talking about is how you feel about what you thought I said. You can't even repeat to me close to what I said. I'm really trying you, you know because because what people often do with me is they'll listen to me 
and they'll be doing other things. And you'll, human beings, like the game of telephone, don't actively listen. So I'm trying to hear the context, the, the frame of what you're trying to say. And I'm not even hearing anything that remotely sounds like me. You misheard something. I don't just speak recklessly like that. 18 is too, after 18, you shouldn't be a virgin. Where would that come from? And there has to be something before that and something after that. Where's the context? It, it was a while back, um, but I know since then, I, I didn't go back to listen to it again, but I, well, I was you can't ask me. Then you can't ask me. You can't ask me something that you can't even recall what I said, the context, and you're not even clear, and you want me to explain it. I don't say things like that. Hey, 18 is too old to be a virgin. No. I'll listen to it again. I, yeah, I'm you, I'll listen to it. Yeah, yeah, because it matters. The context matters. So what else were you going to ask about? And and that numbers, uh, you know, the the numbers of 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 like men that uh, girls. And I have a, we have my husband and I. We have an eighteen year old daughter, and it was kind of in that the number you know, of girl, The number of what? I don't get it. Of men that a woman has slept with kind of doesn't matter. But again, I will go back to listen to it again. Oh, I'm going to have a whole discussion on body count because. Men, yeah, men, men believe body count. There are a lot of men who believe body count matters. But at the end of the day, here's what here's what the issue is. You ladies, I think <laughs> well, okay, but it 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 matters. I think it matters to men who want long term relationships with women. If you don't want a long-term relationship with a woman, her body count should be freaking irrelevant as long as she's clear of sexually transmitted diseases. It's a rental car. No offense. I don't care what the mileage is on a rental car. You're just driving it for the weekend. Crass as that may sound, it makes the point. Hold on, ladies. Um, I'm going to try to bring somebody, try to bring some other folks into the conversation as well. Uh, you ladies, just hold on just a second. Let me get back to my other screen over here. Um, bring Zoom over here. Uh, let's unmute uh, Azelle. Unmute yourself. Hello. I am well. How old are you? I'm 31. Okay. What do you got for me? Um... With just the whole thing of what you're saying about women, unfortunately, I do have to say, yes, you're right. Um, when it comes to, how do I, can I put it? She puts notes down. So I believe the one girl was end up saying like the slavery and all the other that was going on uh -huh. back in the day. Uh -huh. um, how do I, that I can go in ahead and put it? Sorry, I'm just, I'm on here. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I need, you got to get to the point though. Yes. So how do we, can I go on ahead and put this? I just believe that black women just end up getting hurt in the long run. And the situation hurt by, that I've hurt been by, hurt by, hurt by what? Yeah. 
just by certain men, the wrong type of men. So we end up getting the wrong type of men and they may end up taking care of them. Like with my situation, I had a man that took care of me, but when he didn't get what he wanted, took the rug away from me. And after I had that situation, it took me a minute to go back. How old are you? My, How old are I'm you? 31. I'm 31. Okay. No, and I'm going to say something. Men get so tired of hearing how one man hurts you and how the rest of us have to give a shit. Well, well that's I, the thing. Listen, listen, was... listen, listen. Men are fed up with hearing right, wrong, or indifferent. This guy hurt me. And it's like, these are first world problems. Do you, men are like, do y'all not realize that women that came before you got hurt? We get hurt. But it's like, this almost is tantamount to paper cuts or splinters. And women are acting like they're having amputations. No, and because my father told me in the long run, he came to me and he said, you have to let me the past. And so that being said, after I got myself together and did everything, I got me a high value man that is okay. going ahead and do stuff for me. But it took a minute. And I high just High value man just, to do stuff for you like what? Uh, buy me a car, pay for my rent. Are you married? Um, Hopefully one of these days, I'm hoping. <laughs> Why does a man have to do anything for you if you're not his wife? Well, as father told me, if a man is not doing nothing for you, then is he I there? Know. I, asked, I, oh, asked you, I asked you a question. Why does a man have to do anything for a woman that's not his wife? I don't, I'm not asking what your dad told you. I'm yeah. asking, because see, what I'm hearing is a woman who thinks men owe her something because she's a female. Because what you said is a man did something for you and then took it away and pulled the rug out from you. Were you his wife? Was, I you, was the man? Actually, the man who hurt you. The man I who hurt engaged. the man who the man who hurt you. <laughs> I was engaged with that relationship. I, I I said, were you his wife? No, I was not. Then you don't deserve anything. He can take whatever he wants because it's legally his. See, this is what, what? I mean. Listen, this is you want to be married one day, then listen. Because your dad's giving you some fucked up advice. Uh -huh. You aren't special. You're female. Just like I'm not special, I'm a guy. But so many of you women today walk around thinking that men owe you something because you were born a woman. Men don't no, owe no, I don't think that I'm women men don't owe women anything that aren't our wives. But so yeah, I, I end up so when I ask you, when I ask you, I got a man now and now he does stuff for me. And I ask, are you married? No, are you like why why should no, a man do anything both do for stuff you? For each other, if you allow me to Ma'am, what do you buy him that what do you buy him that matches up to a car and rent? Car I end up paying him his stuff back. Like no, 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 no. paying phone. back. What do you buy? No, no. Paying him back does not mean you I buy bought him. him. A, I have bought him a Lakers jersey. A Lakers <laughs> oh, jersey yeah. and you got a car. Yeah, yeah. This is the madness. This is it.
She bought him a jersey. See, women like her are entitled. And they feel because they have sex with you that your bank account should be theirs. And they get used because they're not coming into relationships with good faith. Look at this, what you said. A man took his stuff away. You weren't his wife. He got tired of using his vagina and he took away his stuff. So what? If you wanted, you wanted, if you wanted to, you wanted to be there, you should have married him. You shouldn't have been talking shit. You couldn't make this stuff up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby head. I don't need a cookbook. I'm a PhD. Me, me. I rebuke. You might want to stop talking just to yourself and wait for me to bring you back in. You can't over talk me. So that's why I had to mute you. I'll have the conversation with you, ma'am, but we're, we're, here's why we're at odds. Okay. I'm telling you why we're at odds. You came in saying the reason why women may do stuff in regards to men is because a man in their past hurt them. That's, yeah, that's well, what you, that's just yeah. You're, It'd be okay. the same difference if okay, something. Okay, see, 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 when you hear when you hear this bass coming out of my mouth, that means oh. shut the French toast up. It oh, doesn't okay. mean try to pull your dick out and overtalk me. No, no. Where you women think it's okay to overtalk a fucking man? You wouldn't do this in real life. Now. Say what you need to say, but stop over-talking me. That's going to always set this off. Can we at least agree on that? Yes. Thank you. So, men who hurt you in the past, and that's why you may respond a certain way. You were saying. It's okay. Can I talk now? You were saying. Go ahead. Okay. So, with that being said, I learned from those situations and I talked to my grandmother. I talked to a lot of people who are married to try and figure out what's the deal. Because, you know, my grandmother taught me, you know, you have to bring more to the table than just your pussy. That's what she told me. So me being who I am now, I'm actually a nanny um, and I'm on cleaning business. You know, I do the motherly thing, cooking and cleaning and making sure everything here for the man. And I try to be that feminine woman, you know, but if that woman is trying to be that feminine woman and maybe that guy is just not ready to be in a relationship, you know, and he just may linger or just have her around. 20 seconds. Go ahead. 20 seconds. But yeah, just have her around so you can go. You're more than welcome to go now. The issue is date with intention. Mm -hmm. Sounds like you date men based upon what you what feels good. You're in a bunch of short-term transactionary relationships and you're not getting, and you want wife-level payouts on girlfriend date-level inputs. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. Okay. 
Stop dating, close your legs, and only deal with men who are husbands if you are a wife. Then if you want to be able to make demands of a man, then you need to have his last name. But until then, stay out of the dating market because apparently your expectations don't meet up with the short-term transactionary nature of the modern dating of the modern dating. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? You can't date. That means you got to go over and make yourself a wife and then put yourself in the vicinity of husbands and wait till you get picked. Are you prepared to do that? Well, the stuff of what my grandmother, grandmother taught me, who's been married for almost years, is not what a married woman is supposed to do. Is that what you're telling me? Do respect to your grandmother. Mm-hmm. Your grandmother was married to your grandfather. She has yeah. nothing to do with dating today. I'm saying that all the men you are referring to seem to have fallen short in what you consider to be what they returned or invested. And the thing is, you won't get shit while you're a girlfriend or a woman. Just like a woman can go. Women today stop talking to men like that ghosting Mm -hmm. now men are starting to do the same thing what your issue is is you're not in a long you're not in a legal committed relationship where you deserve anything what do and that's why i said what do you deserve in a dating relationship nothing and due respect to your grandmama what age did she get married she got married when she was um 18 she can't tell you a mother flipping thing about dating Nothing. Zero. Nothing your grandmother can tell you about dating. She doesn't know. Her vagina, her life, her time has been spent with one man. Mm-hmm. True or false? You are. Then what does your grandmama have to do with dating? Well, you know, they you always say they end up going the back to The answer is nothing. See, that's the problem. You should have just said nothing. But shame, insults, guilt, the need to be right. The modern woman is on display, people. It doesn't matter. They can be but soft-spoken. So how am I, how am I Ma'am, because you have not even acknowledged. Okay, you just should have said my grandma can't help me. That's, that's the answer. I've. I have to. Just, I feel like that she can, in certain degree. She helped. Well, she good. taught me how to. Taught me how to I said regarding child. dating. Yeah, but isn't that everything of what a man ends up wanting? He wants a woman who care for, take care of the kids, be there for the kids, love the kids, make sure you stay out. You don't have any, and, ma'am. You don't. First of all, you're showing right now that you don't. Your grandmother's done a poor job because you're not being agreeable. You're a disagreeable woman. How? But I am agreeing. No, you're not. I will let the, I will let you go back and watch the rebroadcast and listen to the women in the in the comment section. I have given mm-hmm. you you were checkmated on that point, but you decided to make additional rules, and that's okay. the problem. Black women need to learn when they're beaten and shut the French toast up. But y'all always feel like there's another move, there's another there's another technique. Shut up sometimes. When it's one, it's one. Oh, you're right. My eighty, my grandmother got married at eighteen. She can tell me a lot of stuff about being in a relationship, but she can't really help me regarding dating because she did not date. 
That's the common sense, factual, freaking answer. And what did you say? Well, I think she can. Well, look at what it's done for you. You're in your 30s and still unmarried. And everything you're talking about is what comes after a marriage. Doing something for the kids. Do you have children? No, I have zero kids. Well, then why are you worried? Why should a man be vetting what you do for children that, not, that don't exist? And but you're not married. Why, okay. That doesn't matter. Well, maybe you can help me understand a little bit better. Because I'm willing to learn. I'm not okay, here it's called, to... It's called, it's called book a session. It's called book a session. That's not what this is. I mean, seriously, I, I, this is not what this show is for. I've given you plenty of time. And if I'm going to do this, I'm going to get paid for it. Please believe that. Hello, how are you? I'm good. Your first name? How old are you? What do you got for me on a topic? What are we talking about? We're talking about how black women are being marketed strategic singlehood. Go ahead. I think um, what I realized also is that we women, no matter what the race, have a hard time because we are to the generations before us, our aunts, our mothers, our mothers. We have a hard time um, unattaching ourselves to their ability um, and thinking that, oh, I don't love you the same or um, an equal amount just because I don't think the same. So I think um, that is a starting root in being able to think differently um, on the relationship um, scale. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm I would also you, say. I, hold on, hold on, just a second. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't understand what you just said. So do me a favor. Talk to me like I'm a four year old or a cocker spaniel. Use real simple words. Talk to me like I'm okay. four. Talk to me like um, I'm four. Okay, for layman terms, me, yeah. my mother, and father met each other 11, have five kids together, got divorced. Growing up, new. I could not go to my mother for a relationship because she did not date and her relationship failed. So I knew early and we used to joke at that. Honey, I can't come to you for a relationship advice because you don't, you're not experienced. But the love that I have for my mother did not decrease. Like there are women that are, will not to their mother, will not admit, like the woman that was just speaking, you know, will still go to my grandmother, even though she doesn't have proper dating experience. <clears throat> do you and realize I that you're like, using so many words? I, I mean, I'm not trying I to be do. funny. I, I know, but, I, I, but, but, I do that. But, but you ladies, you, you just, you talk I know, so women do that. much. I don't, I'm, I don't understand what you're saying. I really don't. That's why I'm like, that's why I asked you to just make it simple. But what I do know is how old are you? 27. And you're not in a relationship, right? I am. But you're not married? Um, We're not married. No, no. That's a, it, it, okay. It's not a trick question. Either you're legally married. No, I'm not married. No, I'm okay. Not. So how long have you guys been together? Four years. And how old is he? 34. What's the holdup? Um, we're not big on sister back. 
marriaging. Uh, we plan on, you know, marriage ceremony, but we're not rushing to like do things, you know, that route. So what route are you going to do them to get you the outcomes and, and protection? No, no, and no, no. No, we, no, no. Like, no, no, no. We I'll plan you, on it, but we weren't I'll let you, I'll let you, I'll let you, I'll let you, I'll let you speak. Don't overtalk me. That is one thing that I don't get you ladies. I have a big voice. You're not big on traditional. Okay, what are you planning on doing that's going to get you the outcomes of traditional relationship or marriage? The benefits. Um, so everything between us is unified. Um, we don't do anything independently. Um, I would say that. Why are you? Why? Why are you? Okay. So, were you born in the United States? Yes. Was your boyfriend and significant other? Was he? Um, he is of Jamaican. He is native so, to Jamaica. Okay, but, but you live in this in country. Mm-hmm. Why are you not? Why are you not all right with the tried and true? Well, that's interesting. We do plan on moving out of this country. All right. Actually. But you're here. And you know, this is also in that. All right, blood. get off my phone. Get off my phone. I don't want to hear this bullshit. Go live on planet Z- Z- uh, Click Clock with Zunev. Get off my phone with this stupid shit. I have zero patience for this new wave bullshit. Hello, how are y'all doing? I'm back. Marissa, Marisol, and the other lady, how are y'all? Doing good. How are you? Oh my gosh. Doing well. You know, um, if I if I may, one. Mm-hmm. You guys are a little behind, but go ahead. I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm sorry, guys. My patience for um, that bullshit. I'm just not, I, I get tired. I, let me say something. I'm going to come back to you ladies. I get tired of seeing middle-class people, middle-class black folks acting like they got so much to lose. I'm not going to submit to this white man's patriarchal system of marriage. We're going to roll up a twig and jump backwards over it and mushrooms and everything else. And we're going to get, you know, this motherfuckers are average people making, making average money. With all these new wave ideas, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And all I hear and maybe I'm wrong. I don't hear white, Hispanic, Middle Eastern, Asian, other people trying to come up with alternative methods. They do the shit that works. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, Marisol, how are you? You were saying? I'm doing good. Um, no, one thing that I, you know, one thing that uh, bothers me about women of all races that call your show and they like want to marry men that are look that's your thing but it bothers me that women want to marry men that have money for money you okay. know if you marry a man that has money but you 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 you're doing it for a go ahead what happened to you? Did you mute yourself? Marisol. 
What happened to Marisol? She was about to cook. I can't hear you. She was saying that I don't, one thing that she doesn't like is women who come to marry men for their money. Uh, I get it. Testing, testing, testing. Okay. All right, I get it. So here's the here's the punchline now. Uh, go. There we go. Go ahead. Can you hear me now? Can go ahead. So you were the one. You were the you were the woman who's a Hispanic woman, and the black women of your your black in laws told you not to. Uh, the black what? What was this? Let me go ahead and kick you from my stream. Don't come in here typing all that shit. What are you doing? I don't, I don't come in here talking all that. I don't know. People just coming in typing. Um, uh, Sandra, did you have anything else you wanted to put in, or are we done? Um, no, that was all. Thank you for having me on. I think it was a good conversation. I think there's going to be a lot of build on the things that we talked about. But um, do you have friends around you your age that want to get married? To be honest, my social circle is very small. Okay. Um, I, I I keep to myself a lot, to be honest. Okay, so. that's cool. All right, appreciate it. <laughs> Have a good one. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. You too. All right. Mar- Marisol, how are you? Go ahead. Uh, no, that um, it's women that uh, want to marry men for money. I think that's gross, in my opinion. Okay. Um, now, if you happen to you know, of course, you know, have, like I said, I have an 18 year old. I would preferably would like her to have a man that can pr- not just m- provide stability, provide mm-hmm. um, there's some men provide so many other things. Provision is not just about money. I just want right. to be clear. And um, and uh, but yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I actually uh, my, my husband and mm-hmm. I actually just posted something on the discussion board in the in the um, in the. Uh, Patreon, uh-huh. and it speaks about how um, are we Generation Z um, and gener and millennials and you know older millennials are we raising our 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 kids to be husbands and wives? No, and in general we're not. <laughs> no, well, they're being we raised are. to be individuals. Well, in general, in general, they're being raised to be uh, individuals. Sadly. No, and because I see that, because I see that it it does concern me for, for my my kids because we are we are I'm mm-hmm. raising my daughter is a wife, um and um and even though she's 18 she's never you know uh she lives with us she goes to to college, um and um our our sons my husband is is you know mm-hmm. mowing the lawn. Yeah. They know pretty much how to fix a lot of things around well, the house. The thing, you know? the thing is, you may raise a good son, but the question is, are women raising wives or their daughters? Like, like your 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 in laws, your in laws, the unmarried women who were telling you to sit down and let your husband serve you. What kind of if they raise daughters? What kind of daughters would they be raising for your son? That's the problem. Say, and that's the issue. Your, what are you what are you going to tell your son regarding the dating market? I get that you raised your son and what you want it to be, but he has to deal with the straw that's in the market today in which to build bricks. And that's the question. Yeah, 
if I may, um, and I don't know if that's where you want to take the, but I am more concerned about my daughter because she's currently 18. And um, our sons are a little younger. They're older teenagers. Um, And I feel like men have more options. Um, I feel, you know. You want your daughter to, what kind of lifestyle do you want your daughter to have? um, You know, I, I, she is, has been raised to understand that, um, that our purpose is a man. My purpose is my husband. And so a more traditional lifestyle. Oh yeah, we're conservative people here. Okay. Well, do you have an issue with age gap dating? Um, I don't have an issue with it. Um, I think that uh she um we've had the conversation and she's still in um, you know, even if I have to work, um, even if even if I have to work, I'd rather somebody closer to my age. Um, but I mean, that's I don't know. Not gonna, that's not okay. All right. And see, therein lies the issue. Uh, if I may, she yeah. one of the guys that she kind of likes is um uh, Jaden Smith, not Jaden, uh, the other one, uh the the older kid of uh of Will Smith. Just Trey you know, Smith? He, huh? Trey. Trey? And she's like, he's so cute, mommy. I'm like, you know, he's 28. <gasps> I didn't know he was 28. I'm like, yeah. But, see, but here's the problem. I talked to my daughter's in her early 20s. Husbands are over 30, sweetheart. It doesn't matter what you what you and your husband think. Your a traditional husband is going to be over 30. Watch my program next week when I talk about the Esquire phase from 18 to 29. I would not suggest any of these young guys out here take on the burden of your daughter. I'm going to tell you why she's a burden. Because if she's thinking about Trey and these guys, they think so short term and so small. Men are going to have to not just be providers, protectors. They're going to have to be patient and be teachers. They're going to have to basically be another parent. And you don't get that at 24. Now, the question is, how would you feel if your 22 or 23-year-old version of your daughter came through the door with a 35-year-old man saying, well, a 35-year-old man came up to you and said, I want to, I met your daughter and I want to do the right thing. I'm a marriage-minded man, and uh, I'm looking for a wife. I like your permission to court your daughter short-term to see where this goes. Here's my resume. Here's my finance. He does that. He does the old school traditional thing. He's 35. She's 23. What you gonna say? I, I would be fine. I, I thank would be you because that's because because you know at least he can provide, and that's my thing is. I wish more women would more women would start telling their daughters that your husband is not your age. He is older. Your prom date is your age. Your husband is older because we don't live back in the times where my grandparents lived where one income was enough for four for, for a wife and four kids. If you want traditional, traditional is older. She does and and, and we do. We we okay. don't we Well, don't that's a comment. All right, I appreciate it. Have a good one. That was a good yeah. conversation. A good, and keep making your man play, and keep making Shirley and them mad. 
Shirley get mad every time she see you. I adore. I adore. Put, my put that. Put that. Put that plate down. Make them mad. They sitting over there on Order sixty six. Execute Order sixty six. Make them mad. Just piss them off. Later. Have a good one. Seriously, have a good one. Bye bye. Chicken, turkeys, rabbits. You name it. You know how many women sit around talking about? I don't want. Don't don't treat him too good. He gonna get the big head. All right, next week is going to be on fire. Next week, the men 18 to 35, they're going to get some marching orders. I hope you guys take 2022 by freaking storm. No mercy, baby. Straight up modern, sexy mercenaries. That's right. 18 to 29, your goal is no sexually transmitted diseases, no babies. You're taking scalps, 18 to 29. You're taking scalps, 18 to 29. That's right. 18 to 29 years old, you're taking scalps. You're you coming in with war stories because I hear all these women talking about, ooh, I want a nice guy and this and that. No, 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 no. They reward the chads. They reward the buttholes. You're taking scalps 18 to 29. That's what you guys do. All right, let me read some of these super chats. Let's see what's going on. Um, I got to take this other, these computers in to get them serviced. There's all kind of stuff going on over on this side. But we'll get through it. Got Be taking the show on the road, on the calendar. Miami, LA, Las Vegas. Those are, those are the next cities. Miami, LA, Las Vegas. So, if you are in Miami, be prepared. If you're in Beverly Hills area, be prepared. And then if you're in Las Vegas, be prepared. But here's what I'm also want to do. Uh, I'm going to say hit that damn super chat. Come on, folks. Uh, shout out to Luke Hazley and A-Free came through. I'm going to tell you right now, men's week, uh, bring your pennies, nickels, dimes, and quarters because men's week, you, I want to see the super chat lit up, the PayPal lit up, the Cash App lit up. You can't afford a one-on-one -on -one session with me. You're gonna, you're gonna, no, no. I'm not. I'm gonna be honest. When I usually do Men's Week, I get a, a I get hundreds of people wanting to be in the call queue, but I also want to see you guys show some love, show some respect, show whatever. And uh, to that degree, uh, we're gonna have a little bit of overtime. We got. 12 more people to call in. If y'all want to do overtime, we're going to need at least 20 people to drop something in the super chat. Y'all want to do overtime, we're going to need at least that. And if not, we can wrap it up and call it a day. It's up to you. Here we go. Y'all want overtime? Kick it. Overtime, overtime, overtime. Come on. Overtime. He said overtime. Hey. Uh-uh-uh. Kick it. 
So when this is all, when I get my new spot, all this is going to have to set up and have another chair over here. So you can see how the interview thing is going to be kind of set up. Hey Chanel, how you, how you doing girl? Overtime. I love this space. Overtime. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, ram, hog, dog, pig, chicken, pasta, turkey, fish. Overtime, overtime. Overtime, 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 overtime. See, overtime is going, men's week is going to be special because men's week is going to be special because when I'm out in the field where the work is real and I'm sitting out there talking to the young Thundercats. Oh, no, 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 Ah, I gotta cut that out. <sighs> Freaking copywritten song. Ah, I gotta cut that out because it's gonna hit that thing. That was Tool. My Warren Swamp song. Removed from playlist. My warning meant nothing. You're dancing. Let's get over here in quicksand. All right. Answer some questions real quick. Shout out to uh, Cordell Nelson um, in Atlanta. If, you are, if you're in Atlanta and you are a young professional starting out, blue collar, white collar, doesn't matter. Um, or if you're a woman here in Atlanta and you're beauty brains business. Yep. Um, I'm going to be doing more in-person interviews, um, some in Studio A. Most will be done on site in the new location. Uh, read some of these questions out here. Let's hit that overtime. Why, the overtime, we're going to start up talking about, let's go ahead and lead into next week. The Zoom line is open because I was telling the sisters that you're being targeted. You're being targeted to be the beast of burden. Y'all are going to be, single women are going to be the working class, okay? That's the real talk. You're going to be the ones working while everybody else is, while the other women are sitting around uh, with their home-based businesses with their men. And see, for the young men out here, 18 to 29, when 18 to 29 and 30 to 40, that's why I'm going to really focus heavily on Men's Week. 18 to 29, Live in a major city, no no sexually transmitted diseases, no babies. Build that network. Straight up mercenary. Look, you guys have been around on these YouTube streets for, for years, and you've heard male nature is this, female nature is that, men do this, women do that. You know all of the stuff. You know everything that's out there. I want you to act on it. I want young men to be just as ruthless, just as uh, selfish, 
just as mean-minded as the women you're going to be dealing with, just as cold, just as calculating. Uh, I, it is, it is, it is, it is blood sport. I'm not going to send you out into the field telling you to be a nice guy play, when, when women have guys saved as dominoes and, and light bill. French toast that. You're going to go out into the field and learn. But the thing is, not only are you going to, when you spend your time interacting with women, you're not going to be doing it in a way that's going to cost you your network long term. See, that's the way you do this. And the way you do it is, guys, 18 to 29, you got to stop being indirect. You got to start being direct with women. Stop telling women you want a girlfriend when you just want to smash. Stop telling somebody you're looking for a long-term relationship when you just want to exchange uh, some, some happy time. See, 18 to 29, the key to get to 30 and beyond is not be lying to women. Women are far more down in the young years than a lot of you, you young guys believe. You think that you got to be Chad Thundercock in order for women to really want to be down. No, 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 no. I'm going to tell you right now, I was never the bad boy, but I always had my options because I told women the truth. I would roll up on women just like this. I don't have no rap. I don't have no Mac. I'm just looking for a little conversation. Short time, not long time. You interested? You would be surprised at how many women would be willing to say, all right, fall semester, spring semester, the summer's here. Let's kick it for the summer. I kicked it with more, bad, more baddies during the summertime that I couldn't have hollered at during fall and spring. Fall, sp fall and spring, she was with the captain of the football team or with, or, or, with the, or with the guy that was working downtown. But the summertime, all mine. You got to learn how to be straight up with women. If I had to invest in one thing as a, a young man, one, you don't need to have on suits. Do not dress like me in your 20s. You look out of place and silly as fuck because you can't afford to rock a suit like I rock. Now, you can go to Suit Supply and get you some cool suits to do job interviews, but this is too much for 18 to 29. So if you guys want me to do men's week, here's what I'm going to ask from you men. And I'm going to look in the analytics. I'll give you your men's week content, but you must watch my pre-recorded videos. If my pre-recorded videos are not showing the, the analytics that I want and I need, because if I'm going to show you how to dress and how to carry yourself 18 to 29, you motherfuckers better watch these videos. Don't just show up for the live stream and take notes and watch the interactions because I want you to do something. I want you to get out and get you uh, what you need. You only need one suit for the average guy between 18 and 29. If you're a professional, three. Black, gray, blue. And honestly, black is kinda eh. Finances, fashion, fitness, 
females. The four F's, the four horsemen, finances, fitness, fashion, females. My Esquires, write it up. Where are my Esquires? To my Esquires in the chat room, write it up. Moderators, my young Esquires, finances, fitness, fashion, females. Hello. Uh, we're going to do this. Hello, RCA. How are you? I am well. How old are, how old are you? All right. What's your question? Okay. What do you got? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Okay. You weren't raised to be a wife per se. What what were you, what do you, what would you say you were raised to be? Were you raised to be an individual? Mm-hmm. And I an idea an idea. An idea, but I wanna but I wanna show you something. And it was an idea, but can you can you see what do you see on the screen in front of you? January 9, 2022. Defying stereotypes, single life for black women is often purposeful and freeing. Let's skip down to the bottom. <clears throat> Singlehood is very complex. Enacted strategically, it's preferred over misogynistic, misogynistic partners and restrictive gender roles, and it's filled with infinite possibility. Collectively, these findings upend dominant notions of black women's singlehood as an unwanted or uh, as unwanted or evidence of dysfunction. I spent the better part of 30 minutes breaking down how singleness has been promoted to women in general. Black women have been hyper consumers of it. It's leading. This is a Hispanic woman writing an article in Psychology Today talking about the positive benefits of being single. Would you consider that marketing? Uh, strong, independent, strong, independent, don't need no man. How subtle is that? How subtle is, I mean, seriously, we're having a conversation. How subtle is I'm strong, I'm independent, and I don't need no man? Is it? Is, is it subtle? I'll get it. I, it. It doesn't come. Okay. Did you go? Did you go to college? Was it a predominantly white institution or was it HBCU? 
No, no, HBCU, Historically Black College and University. Those are, those are different than, than other institutions. Which one was it? Okay, so if it was mixed, it wasn't an HBCU. Did you interact with uh, the student body, other people on campus, or was it a, like a commuter college? Did you hear other, did you hear women of other races speaking about relationships and dating like you heard black women talking about it? Because, because the way women, young black women, see, because it's not done with violent imagery, it's done in this way. I'm gonna show you how it's done, how it's marketed to black women. I'm gonna show you myself. It's done this way. Defying stereotypes, single life for black women is often purposeful and freeing. Doesn't that sound incredible? Doesn't that sound nice? Um, even if they want to eventually marry, even if they want to marry eventually, these women often lead purposeful single lives in which they pursue life goals that are important to them. Doesn't that sound, doesn't that sound like a great, wonderful thing? For many, for many of the black women, single lives are intentional and beneficial. Singlehood is in and of itself a strategy for merit for managing one's broader life goals and responsibility one that affords participants more control over their time resources and relationships to men hold on hold on the intentional practice of enacting and maintaining one's single status for the purposes of growth safety and exploration go read this article and listen to how they talk about relationships, single versus relationships with men. Anytime they talk about relationships, it's fear. Fear, scare, uh, he may abuse you. It may, it's, what did, what did it talk about where um, single lives are often lives of freedom and security while um, being, by living single, a woman felt like that they are also more likely to be safe from violence and instability and spared problems of money, lying, and the problematic management of the home and emotional inconsistency. They were not saying that all romantic partners pose risks, but that they are living single and they were more likely to be safe from those risks. Ma'am, if that is not an example of marketing singleness to women, that's in psychology today. And that's how black women have been talking about marriage and relationship. And you wonder why when you reach your, college, your, work, your work world, when other women are going off to get married in their 20s, black women are going off to Jamaica. You mean experience with a man, with a man? 
Okay, so so excuse me. Okay, so have okay. Hold on, hold on. Do you judge everything in your life like you judge relationships? Meaning you still go to work, but you may have had bad work experiences, but you go into a new job with a good attitude. See, women in general, black women in particular, you it's almost like y'all don't expect any pain, any any setbacks, any issues. Cause you're 27, and I'm sorry. It's hard for me to believe you've lived a life to where you've had just horrible color purple Miss Seeley relationships with men as the norm. Yeah, but the fact that you said, I don't need no man, I don't need all this, I don't need all that, that doesn't map. But the fact, I get this how you thought previously, but the fact that it's even in your mind. See, they think in, in, in the situation with modern black women, you can be a little bit pregnant. You can do a little. It's like, I got a little misandry, but not a lot. The fact that any of these thoughts are in a young woman's head is a problem. Because you had your feelings hurt by somebody. But if men did the same thing and said, well, you know, my girl in my eyes, you're the girl that you broke somebody's heart. So he should treat, he should go, go into it with the same kind of one eyebrow up kind of thing as, as you guys do. So my, my point is, single life is, is, is marketed. Go look, go read the article yourself. Thinking about, I don't need the drama of this or drama of that. And you're young. You're young, and you're talking about the drama. Uh, Desiree, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, good. You? Uh, how old are you? Um, the thing is, I, I'm I'm 19, um, but I wanted to ask a question. Okay. Okay, so you're watching your videos for like over a year now, and um, I wanted to know what's like the best advice you can give for women my age who are young adults coming into their knees, um, you know, when it comes to dating and stuff like that? Well, that's, that's a broad general question. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I really, I, I don't. Okay. Guys, I mean, so I don't. Here's the problem. When you young ladies come in at this age, I don't know what to tell you. Other than the fact that, are you dating at all? Did she mute herself? Are you uh, dating? Are you dating? Um, no, I'm not really dating. Enough. Then what can I help? Then there's nothing I can. This our theory. <laughs> I can't help you. I can't help you if you're not out here actively trying to see. What okay, can I ask another? Well, hold on. What I'm gonna, guys, women today, their tolerance for pain or heartbreak or whatever is set to extremely low. Because women today aren't picking men based upon need. It's all want and desire. This is why you hear women talking about, uh, oh, well, I had a I had a heartbreak when I was 15, so I'm gonna just focus on do me crazy to us. Um, 
and you're not on camera. So for the people who aren't on camera, I can't really do anything with you. Uh, Keisha. Hello? Keisha. Okay. She's not saying anything. You got to say something. I am. Can you hear me? Is my mic on? Now it is. What do you got for me? All right. Don't know what just happened to him. Keisha LB and what's this? Miss Peace. Can you hear me? You I can, can now. Me? I can now. Okay. I really love the topic that um that you're speaking on tonight. And I'm glad that you brought it to the forefront and, and speaking on things like that that target um the african american community especially especially the women you're very low okay is there any way you can increase your volume a little bit is go ahead this better that's better go ahead how old are you okay yeah i'm glad that you brought that article to the forefront i've never seen it but um this is a great topic how old are you the african american how old are you? I'm 43. Okay. I'm 43. Go ahead. Um. Yes, I really feel that um, it is a lot of people targeting the single, African-American single community. I don't know what keeps going on with her audio. Don't know, don't know. What keeps going on with Keisha's audio? LB, what's going on? Five, and I grew up with a single mom and two brothers. And she pretty much pushed on me to be very independent and work and study. And she never really agreed so much with dating so much and now that I am 25 and I'm like where's my life going like I'm not really a career type person mm -hmm. but I'm um, watching the show has given me a lot of information and I feel like it's not just I mean it's in all communities but I'm Brazilian and my mm -hmm. mom's obviously Brazilian and she's really pushed that on me so it's just been good information that I've gotten from you but I'm also struggling with what I should do next in order to How old find are you? pretty much. How old are I'm you? How old are 25. you? Hold on. 25. Now, one, thing, what I, one thing I need you ladies to do is I'm trying to have a conversation and you got everybody kind of comes in and gives a little monologue before they get to the question. Do you have a question that you're trying to like ask? And if so, what is it so I can kind of get to it? So what would a person who didn't have a father figure do in order to find that like without a mother like a wife my mom was not a wife so just pretty to much find a to find a father figure no to find a husband without okay all knowing right. what that all right i got you now i'm gonna get to the next person too while she's still here miss peace you want to know what to do to find a find a husband if you weren't raised tradition raised with a father how are you hi how are you good how, how um, old are you 
I'm 38. What do you think about the topic I brought up regarding uh, singlehood being marketed to black women? I think that is wonderful. And I think that is something that doesn't get spoken up about enough, actually. You know, yeah. I think that that's what most of the TV shows that are marketed towards us, like um, Hard Living Sisters. Single. Living Single. Girlfriend, girlfriends. Sisters. Yeah. <laughs> All of those things. It, it, it puts us out there in such a way that says, hey, don't worry about a man. You know, you got your homegirl. So, like, just y'all get together and um, care for each other. And that's enough. That's enough for your life. Just like when I was talking to the young sister that was 27, and she said, like, I don't think it's marketed to us. It's because it's marketed to you guys in a professional sex in the city kind of way. This, is, this has been a plan since the 60s to sell women products. Cosmopolitan Magazine, the chief editor of Cosmopolitan Magazine, wrote a book called Subverted about how she felt guilty about lying to women for reproductive choice and sexual freedom and all this other kind of stuff. So, but the thing is, unfortunately, during the civil rights movement in the 60s, this is my opinion, feminism was used, in my opinion, to blunt the, the gains of the civil rights movement. And unfortunately, woman, you can look, even look at Miss America, uh, this, this miniseries with Betty Verdan and all this other National Organization for Women, ERA in the 70s. Black women are going to have to come to Jesus and recognize that their mothers, their grandmothers in the civil rights struggle were offered feminism and they took the gains from the civil rights movement that was supposed to be for the black community and kept it for their individual selves. I, You go back in your community, your family tree, and I can almost guarantee you any family property, any family homes, anything like that was probably liquidated by the women in your and baby boomers. The female baby boomers of your family probably got rid of everything. The stuff that was passed down. So Generation X had no inheritance. Millennials got nothing. So Generation X, millennials are all starting from zero. Every bit of gain was nuked by the baby boomer generation, which is going to go down as one of the most selfish-ass generations in the history of human beings. They made a lot of accomplishments too, but Jesus says Christ. They're like locusts, and we're still dealing with them because they're now they're all aging out. They're the largest part of uh, senior care and everything else. So, And why is it marketed this way? It's because we're still, they haven't given up the reins of power. That's why you still got People in their 70s and 80s still in the black power movement. Go on somewhere, sit down for the next group of people. So I hope you sisters start having more conversations with each other uh, about um, how this life was marketed to you guys so you can start undoing some of the damage that's been done. Why is that so important? Why is that so important? Because and if women don't start understanding that they, they, you don't market single life to women and saying, yeah, at 55, you'll be alone with a dog. And your middling career and your, rheum and your arthritis and your diabetes. No, they don't show that. 
They don't show the things I show. The woman who was 53 years old who lived with her mother and her grandmother who had two degrees and said she was two weeks from being homeless. I am going to keep bringing this up because I get really lambasted in 2021 for hating black women. How are you going to tell that woman she's going to die alone because the, the plan is out there to make y'all the, work, the workhorse of the world. And the funny thing is, you think it's freedom. You're the only in the in the animal kingdom. Where do the female mammals actively leave the male of the species that's producing, protecting, and providing? They don't. But Modern women have been divorced from men's protection because you got police, fire, the state, 911. You don't need us for your immediate safety. At least you thought you didn't until that until CV came along and water and toilet tissue was on the short. Then you needed men. Provision, food, enough calories to feed all the mouths. You don't need us for that as much either. Your man is the system. But that only works, ladies. This system only works while you're young, healthy, and can be of use. When you're older, costs more, not healthy, and less useful, you are going to get the homeless trash treatment just like men. So when I see, saw that article, I've been inundated with that article. I was livid when I saw this crap being marketed to black women. Now, go tell that. All my pro-black this, that, go tell that. Because as I move this platform forward, I'm a black man. I talk about black issues, but I'm going to start talking about modern issues because this stuff is becoming so crazy. Um, because there are people who, who this stuff needs to stop. And here's the thing. Y'all may not like this, but in corporate America, if you, one thing you do is if you're not successful at something, you start doing what's called best practices. You start looking at the people in your organization who are producing results and you go ask them, Hey Jeff, Hey Jay, Hey Sandra, Hey Debo, how are you getting that done? And if they're getting it done, you take their best practices and you start doing what they're doing. We're going to have to start taking best practices from other groups. And to that regard, we're going to need black women. It's going to be my opinion that there needs to be something for black women who want to be married. Wife school. Wife school and charm school. Shout out to Minister Jeff. Wife school and charm school. Yep. You didn't learn it at home. You're going to need to go get your 12-month wife school diploma with your six-month charm school certification. You got a woman with potential senator wife school. If she can pass wife school, then you can marry her. Think how dope this would be. A free. Think about how dope this would be. Benjamin, think how dope this would be. Benjamin says, all right, Godfather, I got this, I got this woman. I think, I think she's got beauty. She's got brains. But she was in a single-parent household, just like most of us. I don't know. Got it, A-free. Got it, Benjamin. Here's what to do. Enroll her in this semester of wife school. 
Wife school, what's that? Well, it's going to be a, a semester-long intensive where we're going to learn the fundamentals of becoming a wife. And summer school is going to be trime school. What? You know, in six months, she'll learn the fundamentals of becoming a feminine, beautiful, inspirational wife that provides the girlfriend experience. And women who come out at this program who have a 3.0 or higher have been statistically shown to perform better in relationships. So are you telling me, yeah, I'm sending roller in girlfriend school and wife school and charm school. If she makes a 3.0, there's a better than eight out of 10 chance that she's going to be a suitable wife. Okay. Or your money back. <laughs> you know how many dudes would enroll their, their, their lady friends in wife school? Be like, how much it costs? I don't know, $5,000 for the, for, the, for the six months. Okay. If she passes, you got a wife. If she didn't, you're like, shit, best $5,000 I ever spent, $5,000 to disqualify. Well, baby, you got a 1.5 in wife school. You got a 1.5 in that. You got, what? You got, you, you got an A in uh, twerking and dropping. It's like it's hot, but you got a, but you got a, <laughs> but you got a. I don't need a cookbook. You got a C and not needing a cookbook. And you got a D in smiling and temple and, and shoulder rubs. How do you feel shoulder rubs? Well, I can't marry you. Can you imagine if you treated women like, because uh, think about it, whatever college they went to, they had to make a certain minimum in the SAT. They had to have a certain GPA to get in it. Hell yeah. You know how many brothers, how many men would be like, hey guys, meet my girlfriend. Where'd you meet her? Oh, I met her over at Whole Foods. Man, how do you know she's thorough? Dude, she, she, she's a 2022 graduate of wife school and she went to the charm school. She did? Oh, man, I heard they produced some hellified new hires over there. Right? What? Yeah. Oh, okay. Shit. I'm telling you, boy. Boy. And here's the thing. Our godfather. They go to wife school and charm school. Then they get married and then they pull up the doodle twist on you. Ah, they didn't read the fine print. If a woman voids the wife school, charm school contract, she opens herself up to our cleaner clause. What's our cleaner clause? The cleaner clause means she has opened herself up to be, go, to put her, to be put up on the don't date her list. The FBI's 10 most wanted, the women who went to wife school and charm school who turned out to be modern women. <laughs> Person number one, Brenda. Brenda was a twenty. Brenda was a twenty twenty two graduate of wife school. She graduated summa cum laude. She graduated magna cum laude in charm. But eighteen months into her marriage with Keith, she was found to be just as ratchet as Keisha. She had this ratchet outcome, that ratchet outcome. She even filed for divorce. Keith, however, got custody of the children, has her own child support. Now. She's on the list. Could you imagine if it went out there like a review and you couldn't erase it off the internet? I mean, it's like a boom. Everybody that she dated afterwards. Hey, how you doing? Brenda. I heard about a Brenda. She was on wife's, she was on that don't date her list. Oh, Brenda, you got one star reviews. I can't date you. 
<laughs> Could you imagine how many women would start acting right if their dating if their if if their dating history was written up like Yelp reviews, and like all of her significant relationships could write a, a, a Yelp review on her? Holy shit! Y'all know how dope that would be. They'll be like, man. I was about to I was about to take this chick out to dinner, man. I looked at her, she had like six one star reviews. Oh man, I read this one review where dude took her to a restaurant, spent like four hundred dollars, and she gave him a side hug. Side hug is an automatic one star. We come up with our own lingo. Hey man, she's a side hugger. <laughs> I mean, she, you run her coochie coupon, she is in, she is in $18,000 with the coochie debt. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to hell. You guys encourage this shit. Stop it. Stop it. You should stop encouraging this behavior. Your godfather's on your side. Trust me. Everything I do on this channel is for men. And the women who want to be with men. This is a men's platform. I am there for my brothers, my young esquires, young thunder. You know, I'm still trying to come up. Bachelor is, I'm coming up with the, t the lingo, but just like modern women, there's a version for modern men. And I may call it modern men. I thought about contemporary men or avant-garde, but that's too much. Being a modern man is you can be masculine, you can have masculine frame, but the, we have to honestly say that we are different than we were 75 years ago. We're not going to be the John Henry, John Wayne, rough and tumble, that's not us. But that does not mean that we cannot have just as much prestige as whatever. And being a modern man means understanding the world on its terms. And that's understanding female nature and male nature and acting accordingly. No romantic notions of, well, I'm different, she's different. No, no, no. Become, a, become like Hugh Hefner at 70 plus years old when that reporter said, Hugh, you do realize the only reason these young, hot, beautiful 20 year old, 18, 20, 21, however, however old those, they're all legal. You, you do realize the only reason they're over here is because of the money of the Playboy Mansion and the connections or whatever. You know, they're not really here for genuine desire and lust. And Hugh Hefner, like I said, the shot that was heard around the world, he said, I don't care why they're here. I just care that they're here. And men who care that they're here and don't care why they're here can divorce themselves of this whole, I care about genuine desire and lust and this and that. No, you got a higher calling. Worrying about if she really like you or don't like you. You think Tom Likas cared about what a woman thought about him? Tom was like, look here, man. I look like I do. I'm built like I am. And there's no way I could have a woman as hot as her. I don't care what she think. And I don't care if she's a... Y'all care too much about... See, the funny thing is, here's the hypocrisy in a lot of stuff in men's movements. We say that 
it's this way and we're and, and men are this way and women are that way. But if you really did not care about what women really thought, then transactional tricking or whatever would not would not be that big of a deal. You know what? I may do that show tomorrow. I may do the tricking show tomorrow instead of at the end of men's week. But um, I want to bring in people to have a good debate. I know what I think, but I think a big part of the problem is how we talk about it. But I'm sorry. I think when you are, when you get to a certain level as a man, and it's all about what you want, and then a woman and women understand they got to meet you at your level. I know men who are above me uh, in, in a lot of ways. And I tell you, their, their mindset on relationships with women, like, Psh, I don't care what she thinks. She, she can say whatever she wants. I'm on down my, man, we got to talk. 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 So you guys excited for men's week? If you're excited for men's week, Put a big MM in the chat room for modern men. And understand something, ladies. It is in your best interest to be in and surrounded by strong modern men. It's in your best interest to be around these men who are competitive, who are modern day honey badgers, lions, sharks, wolves, apex predators. It is in your best interest we make the world better. We're the modern gladiators. We're the modern warriors. We sharpen each other. This is why I say you should be careful of a man who is a loner and who is not co-signed by other men or who is not well-liked by other men. He's not followed by men. It is one thing to be a loner, but when he comes into, and comes into men's spaces or men's places and men are Hey, yeah, we love this dude. But if he's always, men can tell what kind of men you are. This is why getting the approval to sign off on by other men is a harder task. That's why over on women's content, y'all let shit slide. They'll do whatever. Men's content, we let nothing slide. I get called out by my channel all the time. I get called out by my platform by the men all the time because that's what men do. We don't let shit slide. We make sure you are consistent. And if you, uh, oh no, you said such and so, uh huh. You want to be some around. You want to be around people like that. Men are supposed to call each other. We're supposed to do that shit. Steel sharp and steel. And we're supposed to take the young guys. Mentor them, coach them, train them up. Then we're so in the 30 to 40, we're supposed to do something. In the, and then the uh, uh, 40 plus, every phase in life has its value. See, you, this is why you see me at 52. You don't see me trying to run around like I'm a 20 some odd year old dude. What the fuck? What, that would be stupid as shit. Me trying to be a young dude. I am fully my age, but I like it. Because in every decade of a, of a man's life, there should be something to look forward to. And that's what makes men worth being around. 
when every decade of a man's life, men have something to look forward to, new challenges, new things to conquer. Nothing worse than seeing a caged lion or a grass-eating lion or somebody that has nothing to go after. We're going to talk about it. We're going we're gonna to talk, talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Next week, get your game up. Yeah, we call out the BS. We're supposed to. And ain't nobody above reproach. How many times have you guys had me say, I want to get rich by helping people get what they want, and I don't need to be the star of everything? I don't. Oh, man. We get there together. Men, like I said, the book of Boba Fett, chapter four, you can only get so far without a tribe. Men, trust your Godfather. It's not just your Godfather. You must have a tribe. You must have a tribe. No tribe, you're already dead. No tribe, you're already dead. So, all right then. I will talk to y'all later. Appreciate it. I'm still not 100% back yet. <clears throat> but we'll get there. Uh, I got some more system stuff I'm working on. Um, got some more stuff coming in. Yeah. We're going to get there this year. This is going to be a dope year. And I really want to take it and pay it forward uh, when I get out in the field. Um, like I said, I'm still getting caught up from being out for almost three weeks. Um, but I love getting out in the field and working amongst the, uh, amongst the guys and then getting interacting amongst the ladies. I love being around beautiful women, especially beautiful. I, I, and here's my other commitment. I'm sorry. I'm going to bring beautiful women around to have a conversation that can challenge me. That can challenge my point of view. I want those conversations. Now that may, that, that makes for better content. Like a uh, Steven Crowder, when he would go to the college campus and say, the gender pay gap is a myth. Change my mind. I like that idea. I'm going to use it myself. Change my mind. We only get better by engaging the kind and caliber of woman who we could actually see ourselves kicking it with and having the conversation. That's, that's the content. I want you guys to see the kind and caliber of woman you want to deal with and we have the conversation. Because it helps to change other people's minds. Now, in your personal life, I wouldn't suggest doing that in your personal life. Your personal life should be about peace. You're not a content creator. You're not an influencer. Your personal life, your woman should provide you the girlfriend experience and peace. But as far as entertaining, entertaining content, that's why this content continues to evolve. It's going to always evolve. It's going to always improve. I'm going to try things. The things are going to fail. Some things will stay. Some things will go. Because you can't keep having the same conversation. Men are this way, women are that way, this, that. It has to evolve. All right, shout out to the MMs. I will come up with new names, everything else. Guys, go get your prepaid Walmart card. Hit the Super Chat next week, Men's Week. Show your Godfather some love. Till next time, peace out. I am gone.